It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? Today we have a Locked On with this mailbag for you guys. We got a lot of good questions. In news today, Davies Bertans is back. Rui Hachimura, full participant in a non-contact practice. Which is on the up and up, baby. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy, D and Ed, back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards episode. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Hey, we got a mailbag today. We got a lot of questions, man, a lot of questions. So let's hop right into it. Yes, sir. A lot of people are very reactionary to the loss last night. So we got some up, upset people in the uh, Washington Wizards uh, social media world. But, um, you know, I just want to say shout out to, to Kyle Kuzma for the crazy fit last night. A lot of people had, had a lot to say about that. And um, we're, we're just I'm excited to see, um, you know, believe it or not, I'm excited to see Davies Bertans. He's supposed to be playing tomorrow night. Rui has been practicing with the team, so some good news. We're starting to get some guys back, so I'm, I'm happy to hear about that. Yeah, 100%. Um, as far as Bertans, man, the three-point shooting, it'll help. It'll definitely help. You got to respect them, whether the threes are going in or not. You got to respect them when these teams start running zone. Davies is going to be a threat. So I'm definitely um, excited to get Davies back and see him on the court, even though you know, it's been iffy sometimes, and I've had some hate, but it'll be good to get him back. Um, but we do have our first question on this mailbag. Ed, what do you got for us? All right, so this is from Stephen Nguyen on uh, YouTube. Shout out to him. Shout out to everybody who submitted a question as well. Uh, he said, would you give Bradley Bill a Supermax contract extension knowing his fourth quarter woes slipping turnovers and bad shots and his decreased scoring so far. Yes. Uh definitely I would. I understand people's like iffiness on it because when you think of Supermax, you think of a lot of money. And you think of guys like there's to be real, there's only a couple guys who are like really worth Supermax money. Like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Etc. You like uh, barely a few any other guys that are like superstar superstars, but you have a lot of tier two guys that are going to get super maxes. Like that's just how the NBA works. You know, you talk about possibly Zach Levine's, Devin Booker's, Bradley Beal's. Like you may not think these guys are worth that money, but they're going to get it. Like they're going to get it. And in the Wizards' case, what are your other options? There, I mean, people have been talking about 
fans have been saying, talking about lately on Twitter, trading Bradley Bill, etc. I think it's nonsense. I mean, trading for who? People say Jalen Brown, but first of all, Jalen, who says Jalen Brown is available for the Wizards to get? Number right. one. And two, Jalen Brown has also, he, I mean, yes, he's had very good moments, but he's not a certified number one either. I mean, he has just as many questions as Bradley Bill has as a number one option. I mean, he has Jason Tatum, who can be arguably looked at as the number one option on that Celtics team. But I digress. I don't want to get into a whole rant <laughs> about that. Answer to the question, in short, I mean, the fourth quarter woes, he has to fix. I mean, that's, that's very true. I mean, it's as simple as that. He has to fix and. You know, I'm hoping he does. The decreased scoring, I think it'll, it'll pick up as the season goes along. I'm not too worried about the decreased scoring so far. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, more ball movement, slower pace. I think all that has an effect on the decreased scoring right now. But to answer the question, yes, I would give him a Supermax. Yeah, it's a tough one. It is a lot of money. Um, so he can opt in and do four years, $181 million, which we know that's not what he's going to do. Um, or he can take five years, $242 million. Now, if we don't, another team will. That's the thing. Um, you know, we, 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 you know, I'll bring up Auto Port. Auto Port is it's a totally different situation because, of course, Bradley Bill is a way better man than Auto Porter and some other guys that we gave max deals to, big contracts to. But it's kind of a situation if we don't, another team will. He will go to a team that probably is going to compete for a championship. Um, but Bradley Bill is a great player, all NBA. All-star starter. He had a great year last year. Now the shooting percentages are, are bad this year. They are 27% from the three, 41% from the field. He's not playing well. He's turning the ball over. You saw what happened last night. He threw a cross-court pass. He got picked off, and then he um, stepped out of bounds. This has been a um, almost an every-game thing where it's like, hey, Spencer Dinwiddie might be our most clutch player on the team where we want to give the ball to Kuzma where he did make that great pass to Kyle Kuzma against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He does make game, game winning plays at times too. We, we're not 11 and six without Bradley bill. I think everybody knows that we're not a, we're not a competitive team without Bradley bill. Bradley bill is the best player on the team. He's a, he's a, he's a bona fide all-star. He's a bona fide all-star starter. He's all-star. He's all NBA capable. He can do all those things. He can score all three levels. Guys like Bradley Bill don't grow on trees. You're not going to find another Bradley Bill. If you do want to, I personally, I wouldn't trade him. I think the opportunity to trade him already passed in the offseason when Russell Westbrook requested a trade. I think that was the time to trade him. So that is done and gone. You're not going to trade him. And it wouldn't make sense to trade him now anyway when you're the third-place team in the East. And I do think the Wizards can keep this up and and um, and do this. And Bradley Bill has been a great player with – with not good guys around him, he finally has some guys that can work out with him. Montrezl Harrell, KCP, Kuz, Dinwiddie has better talent around him. Rui's coming back. So um, does he deserve the Supermax? You look at the other guys who have Supermax deals, and he, he's putting up numbers just like those guys. And it, it, it is tough. It is going to be hard to see him eat up 35% of the salary cap, but I, I think I think he is – deserving you got to wait and see he's going to get better he's not going to he's not going to finish the year on 27 percent shoot he's going to finish the year i would i would bet on him to finish the year on 30 at least 34 percent from the three it's a long season it's only 18 games so i think some people are overreacting right now but i think he's definitely going to pick it up and he's become a better passer he's become a better facilitator he's gotten better every year we question him to stay healthy we question his ball handling he has gotten better handling the ball since the John Wall days where he was basically a Ray Allen. They couldn't really put the ball on the floor. 
and create for himself. He has gotten better at that. He's gotten better at finishing around the rim. He's gotten better from not being injury prone anymore, knock on wood. Um, so when you do want to pay a player, you want to see, are they getting better each year? And yes, Bradley Bill has gotten better each year and he has gotten better defensively this season. So does he deserve the five year, 242 million? And you got to look at it this way too. The, the salary cap is going to go up each year. Every year it goes up. So his contract two years from now might not look as crazy as, as, as what we think um, this up, this upcoming off season. So, and you got to think about attracting guys. Do you really want to go through a rebuild? Do you want to go through um, tanking and, and whatnot? I don't think it takes two to tango. You brought up Jalen Brown, the Boston Celtics. I, I doubt they wanted to trade Jalen Brown straight up for Bradley Bill because they're, they're similar in numbers too. Like Jalen Brown puts up basically similar numbers and can do similar things. Um, so, like I said, I think the best package, honestly, if they did want it, if we did end up trading Bradley Bill, would be that Warriors deal, which we could have gotten for like Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Moses Moody, and like uh, Andrew Wiggins and a whole bunch of future first round picks. That was probably like the best deal that we possibly could have got. But like I said, it, it's it's going out the window, so it's done. But to let him leave and walk for nothing would make zero sense in my opinion. So I know I had a long-winded answer. It's it's a lot to say because Bradley Bill has been loyal to the team when he could have requested a trade many, many, many years ago, two years ago, three years ago. Last year, he really could have requested a trade. This summer, he could have really requested a trade. But we're playing well. We're Let's, let's enjoy the ride of playing well. We're playing hard. Let's see where this ends up. You know, I think he's going to improve with the shooting and the turnovers. That's what I want to see. And let's let's judge it around January and see where Bradley Bill is at. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And I said this before we started, just to hit it quickly before we get into a message from our friends. You got to look at it from a stance of like how players see what teams do. You know, you see how players looked at the Celtics when they did Isaiah Thomas, how they did him. Uh, Bradley Bill has been looked at by the media and by players, I'm sure, for a while now as loyal to a fault. I mean, Bradley Bill has been loyal and he could have easily been like, I'm out. I want to go somewhere else. But he didn't, and he stayed. And he's known as a loyal guy. And for the Wizards to trade him if he says he wants to stay, that's going to be a really bad look. Like, it's already hard for players to come and play in D.C. Like, it's hard for the Wizards to get players that actually want to come and play here. That's going to make it even more harder. Like, the one guy who actually wants to be here and that's really good, you get rid of him. And he wanted to stay. It's going to be a bad look. And players will take note of that. But... Before we get into more questions for our mailbag, we do have a message from our friends over at Truebill. Do you really need all those streaming services now that you're back in the office? The pandemic almost required us to have 12 different streaming services, but now that you're back in the office and you've watched every show available, what is the point of spending hundreds a month on streaming services you don't even use? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, People save up to $720 a year with Truebill because the companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over $100 million. Like Matthew, who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. Saved $120 for the year on my Cyrus XM bill and saved $840 a year on car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. 
Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. We also have a message from our friends over at Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving, all of the good food and treats, and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar too. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried to build bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a built bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. The offer is to go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Once again, guys, I'm going to thank you for making Locked On, which is your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So, Ed, I know we got some more interesting questions on a couple <laughs> different topics, man. So what's the next one? Definitely. I mean, Brad, it's it's a polarizing topic, and it's a big decision that Tommy to make, and that's why he's here. And I've trusted every move that he's made, so – um, I, I can't wait to see how it plays out, but I, I believe Brad's going to improve from he, like I said, he's not going to finish 27% from the three. He's just not. Um, but to move on to the next question, uh, it's from our guy, Matt Moderno from, uh, believe in wizards and bullets forever. He says who falls out of the rotation once Davies, Bertans, Samir are available again. And, uh, we're going to group this question into, uh, because a couple of people had this had a similar question. So Omer Omer Azule on YouTube, he said, "How do you think Rui and Thomas Bryant rotation will look like? How how they will impact the team?" And Merle Garrett on YouTube as well said, "How will Rui fit in the rotation, and will he be a good defender?" So basically, you know, everybody wants to see how Rui and Thomas Bryant come back. So, um, but D, I'll let you go ahead go ahead first on this one. Um, as far as when Bertans comes back, I think there's a there's a, a lot of opportunity. I mean, but Corey Kispert probably is going to not get minutes. Uh, Aaron Holiday will probably fall out. His minutes will probably fall down too. I think there's going to be opportunities though because there's going to be times where Daniel Gaffer and Montrez Harrell are in foul trouble. So there's going to be like minutes that are readily available by necessity. Uh, but those will be my two guys right there for sure. Kispert definitely is going to take a seat. Aaron Holiday is definitely probably going to see, take a seat. Everybody else is going to get playing time. KCP, Brad, obviously. Dimwitty, obviously. Kuzma, Denny. Uh, Berton's going to get his minutes. Rui's going to get his minutes. I mean, they're all going to get those minutes. But there will be opportunities. You know, Dimwitty um, is out on back-to-backs, et cetera. And then, like I said, with foul trouble with Harrell and Gafford. So it's going to be opportunity for Rui to get his minutes as well. Um, and you have times where, like, for example, Kyle Kuzma may be off shooting-wise. Rui Hachimura have opportunity to have a good game right there, you know, and, and take up for some of that slack that Kuzma may have, for example, 
on one of those off shooting nights. There'll be opportunities. I'm not really worried about it. Um, it is something Wes needs to figure out and, and things like that. But as far as Thomas Bryant, that goes mixed in with the foul trouble. I mean, we've seen that game. I forgot exactly who it was against. I believe it was the Heat. I don't know if it was the first or second time. I can't remember. But we've seen Harold and Gafford get like three fouls in the first half each. That could yep. be a perfect game for Thomas Bryant. So there will be opportunities. Definitely, yeah. Um, Rui, who so who fouls out of the rotation? Um, you said you said Aaron Holiday, um, and Corey Kispert, and Corey Kispert. Yeah, I could clearly see Corey Kispert since he's the rookie. Um, that's the easy one right there. Um, you could say Aaron Holiday or Hollow Neto. Hollow Neto started off hot, um, but he hasn't really played well as of late. Um, but yeah, yeah, probably Kispert and 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 Aaron Holiday. Um, how is Rui going to fit in? Cause somebody, I want to say somebody else asked that, um, as well, but, um, yeah, I think Rui should fit in pretty well. I think he's going to come in off the bench. This one is from Josh neighbors, our guy from locked on nationals. He said, how do you see West until junior getting Rui back into what already is a crowded rotation? And do you think there will be any temporary chemistry issues when he's reintroduced? Um, I, I don't think there's going to be any chemistry issues, but Rui's going to have to work his way back in. He started basically, I think yeah, he started every game last year and then he, there was a rookie year. He started majority of the games as well. Um, but he's definitely gonna have to be integrated. He's going to have to get in game shape. That's not going to be easy, even though we don't run up and down much. We're like very slow and offensive pace, but Rui's going to definitely, definitely add a different da- dynamic that we're looking for. He's a mid range assassin. He's going to help out with that. I think he's going to help out with pace too, because he's more of a score in the fast break. And, you know, I know you brought it up before. Denny's starting to finish better around the rim, but some of the layups that Denny misses is usually dunks from, from Rui. You know, the dunk on Anthony Davis, the dunk on Tobias Harris. That's what we're looking for from him. And he finished strong. He finished the year strong. He had great games against the Pacers. He had 30 points against the Pacers down the stretch. The Sixers game and the game five, the only game that we won in the playoffs, he had 20 points and 10 rebounds. Um, so if he can be consistently aggressive and just have that aggressive mindset, and like I said before, he can learn from Kyle Kuzma that rebounding prowess. I think Rui can average nine boards just like Kyle Kuzma is doing. I don't see there's any way that he shouldn't be able to do that. But minute-wise, I think he would start off gradually with like 20 minutes a game. Then West would probably bump it up to 25. Then we'll bump it up to 30. And then the rotation will be interesting because either Kuz or KCP is going to have to go to the bench. West is going to have a tough decision there who's going to the bench. Is it going to be KCP or is it going to be Kuz? And before the season even started, I wanted I wanted Kuz and um, Rui to start together because I just wanted long wingspans along the wing. I wanted to see because last year we barely had any wings. It was Isak Bonga, Denny, and Ish Smith playing the four and Rahul Neto playing the four. So I was just obsessed with seeing taller guys rather than seeing six one guys playing at the four position uh, this year. So I, I still want to see. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see Kuz and Rui start. And have KCP come off the bench. That's what I. That's what I originally wanted to see. But things can change. Rotations can change. Whoever's having a hot hand. It's more of who who finishes the game rather than starts the game. Thomas Bryant. I can't wait to see him because I think it's just going to help the offense out a lot. Just having a big that can shoot. And we're we're terrible at shooting the three. We're just one. Uh, I can look at the numbers. We're so awful from shooting the three right now. We're ranked like twenty. We're twenty fifth in three point percentage. We're 24th and three points um, taken per game. So we're just terrible shooting wide open. We're terrible. We can't make wide open threes. And Thomas Bryant shot 40% from the three-point line. So he's going to add a different element to the team. And right now, Gafford's not a three-point shooter. We know that. 
and Montrezl Harrell is not a three-point shooter. So just having a stretch five, stretch four will really open this offense up even more. Um, so I, I can't wait for the guys to come back. Even Dobby Spurton's coming back is going to help, even though you, we know how streaky he is. You can't really play zone. You're not going to play zone against Thomas Bryant, who can shoot the three, and and Davies, who can shoot the three. That just wouldn't make sense. Right now, you can you can do it because Bradley Bill's not shooting the three well right now. And then Montrose Harrell, we know he's just not going to shoot a three. So that's you got a couple guys who are not shooting the ball well from the three point line. But Rui Rui's going to help. He's going to he's going to take some time. I would temper my expectations for Rui. I'm not going to expect Rui to come out there and score 20 points and 15 points. It's going to take a little bit of time. So I want people to just kind of pump the brakes on the expectations for Rui right now. I think it's going to take a little bit of time to get his feet under him and get his feet wet right now. The, the form did look good in the shoot-around, but once again, it's a shoot-around without competition. So I went on the tangent right there, but we're, we we need these guys back, and I, I can't wait to see these guys finally play a full strength. Yeah, I would say chemistry. If this was a, still a Scott Brooks-led team, I wouldn't be – is worried about the chemistry, like starting out because I'm like, Rui knows the system, etc. It's different, it's a different team, it's a lot of guys he hasn't played with before. It's a different coach, a new system, a different pace. Rui Hachimura is used to running up and down the court, you know, with fast, you know, just up and down, up and down. And now we're towards the last in the league in pace, so it's early on, just getting in shape with the factors of getting in shape. And a new team, new coach, new system. It, I think it'll take a couple games. Uh, not even a couple. I think it will take a decent amount of games. Uh, for example, the team as a whole, they probably can tell will tell you that the chemistry is not 100% yet. And we're almost at the 20-game mark. And they'll probably tell you, <clears throat> excuse me, that the team isn't at 100% jail and 100% chemistry. So it takes a while. And it's going to take a while for Rui Hachimura, too. That's kind of why I think he'll start off off the bench. And, I mean, maybe eventually he works his way, you know, into that starting lineup. Who knows how that will go. But, I mean, Rui Hachimura is going to be key for this team. I mean, he he's really good. You know, hopefully the three-pointer continues to be improved on. But the mid-range game, we know he's money from there. We know that's his, his bread and butter right there, the mid-range. He came out of Gonzaga being really good at being able to shoot that midi. So... And, and he's a he's that energy guy. He brings a lot of energy too. Um, definitely, I, I love the Rui Hachimura slams. He dunked on Anthony Davis last season. Yes, I sir. Mean, so he he could definitely go hard to the paint. I mean, I'm excited to see Rui on the court, man. That that's one of the guys right there that I've just been waiting on for so long, and I'm glad he's finally back. And I'm ready to see on see it on the court. You know, I'm not expecting an explosion from him. It's a lot of factors going on into that, but. Before we get into maybe how many questions you we got left, Ed? Um, one or two left. Yeah, we got so many guys. We apologize. We're probably not yeah. going to get to everything. We're probably going to have to do a mailbag next week. Um, and then you know this way is this week is a holiday week, so we're probably not going to get to. We couldn't. We can't really do it this week. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll probably do one or two, and then we'll we'll wrap up for tonight. Yeah, that's definitely. And thanks for the question, though, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for the questions. Definitely thank you for the questions. We love it. But we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the line, I mean, for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. 
head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Once again, guys, I do want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now, like Ed said, we got about one or two more questions. We will get to the other questions in a later mailbag. But, Ed, let's just go ahead and get back into these questions, man. All right, so this one is from Elder Mosh um, on Twitter. It's at E-L-D-A-R underscore M-O-S-H-E. Why... Why, why, uh, excuse me, why Wes Unsell Jr. won't let Denny finish games? He's the team's best defender. He did show abilities in the clutch moments this and previous seasons. He said, by the way, love your podcast. You're doing a great job, guys. Thank you for this. Yeah, appreciate you, Elder. Thank you. Um, I, I think with Denny, I, I think with Denny, man, I, for example, in that Hornets game, I would have loved to see him finish. I think the Wizards needed his defense badly. I think as far as the things with things he needs to work on, left hand, the left hand, it's got to it's gotta be improved on. Um, Quentin Mayo put out a video and just explaining, you know, showing that he refuses at times to use the left hand. When he goes up, he'll go up with the right instead of the left. Etc. Or he has a lane to drive to the left, but he goes to the right. I mean, Denny Avdia, he 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 he's done great defensively. He's been the team's best defender. I mean, he's having a very underrated All NBA defensive team. In the clutch, his defense has came up. He's thrown the X. You've seen <laughs> it. He's done it against Giannis. He's done it against Gordon Hayward. As far as finishing games, man, I think. I think it'll come. I think it'll come in time. Um, Wes Unsell Jr. definitely has faith in Denny. The team definitely has faith in Denny. And when you play defense like that, it'll be times because he has finished games this um, Mm -hmm. and been in late in games this season. Now, like I said, that's why I said previously, I would have liked to see him at the end of that Hornets game. But there's definitely been times, you know, this season late in games where he's been there. Um, So he'll get more of those opportunities for sure. Wes, maybe if you ask him, he'll probably say maybe he could have had Denny out there on the floor. I think in the future, he'll have plenty of games where he's out there late fourth quarter, et cetera, making big defensive plays. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Denny has finished a couple games. I know he didn't finish against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Kuzman finished the game, and yeah, he has been putting up the clamps. And Denny's numbers last night, um, players, Hornets players went a combined one for 10 from the field last night when they were guarded by Denny. So, 
Um, it was interesting. And it wasn't until Junior himself he said he got outcoached last night. That's the first time we've heard that from a coach. I've Really, that's the first time I've ever heard that from any coach. Um, yeah. Definitely didn't hear that. I don't I don't think Scott Brooks said that last year. But, um, yeah, I mean, that might have been one of the reasons why we lost. We didn't play Denny in the, in the finishing stretch. Maybe he would have got a step on, stop on the mellow ball. Maybe we should have put him on the mellow or – um, I don't know the, the matchup with Rozier because Rozier is just so low to the earth. And Denny's, Denny's better at guarding like the Brandon Ingrams, the, Gian, the Giannis's, even though those are crazy matchups too. You know, Giannis is more of a dominant scorer than what Terry Rozier, but Terry's like a different type of, you know, he's a, he's a small guard that can dribble the heck out of the ball. So it's two different offensive animals. So maybe he would have put the clamps on LaMelo. You know, you got to try it. I mean, nobody else was stopping LaMelo, so you got to put your best defender on guys who were just killing us um, last night in LaMelo and Terry. So maybe that was one of the mishaps from uh, West Unsell Jr. last night. But Denny, yeah, Denny has finished some games and he, he clearly has been our best defender. It's between him and KCP um, so far for our perimeter uh, defenders. So, uh, but that, that's a good question from, from uh, our guy, Elder uh, Moshe. So last question, we'll wrap it up here. This was a, a good question. So somebody asked about the go-go. We'll, we'll get to that on the on the next episode. Um, but uh, 202 Wisley Do at 202 Heartbreak, he says, we have a lot of pieces, but what don't we have, question mark? What do we need to become a – let me see a cutoff here. He says, what do we need to become a solid top two slash team to make it to the finals? To the finals, uh, that, that's going. You need a couple things to make it to the finals. Um, I mean, it's tough. You need some luck. You to make it to the top. I mean, you look at the Suns. They don't have. Right, I was about to say the Suns. Yeah, you don't look at the. You don't look at the Suns. They don't have a Giannis or a KD, but you know they had a banged up Clippers team. They had a banged up Lakers team. It's some luck in there. You know, it's some luck in there. So that and. Three point shooting. <laughs> the Wizards have to make their open three pointers. That's the start. I, I think. I think they have everything outside of like a, a solidified top star. You know, like a, a Kawhi Leonard or a KD, etc. You have one of those guys, and you're looking really good. But I think the Wizards have a just a solid squad in general. They just got to hit their three pointer. If if the Wizards were hitting their threes. We will probably have a better record, even better record than we already had, if they were just simply hitting their open threes and not having so many nine for thirty-five three-point shooting nights. But that's to become a contender, you know, to to just be a consistent contender. Finals, I think you're missing like one of those guys, especially coming out of the Eastern Conference where you got to go against Giannis and B, KD, Harden. Yeah, you're you're going to need a, a decent amount. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, you you definitely gotta get some. You just gotta stay healthy. You gotta stay healthy because it's hard for teams. It's a long season. It's a grueling season. Even the playoffs are long. I mean, the playoffs are like what a month, month and a half long just to make it to the finals. If you're playing seven game series and six game series, so, so it's a long, grueling season. And uh, the Suns, you know, they were able to stay healthy. You look at the Raptors. Even the year before that, Kevin Durant gets injured from the Warriors. Um, Demarcus Cousins gets injured. Klay Thompson tears his ACL. So. Just a lot of you know, it's just about staying healthy for one. But if everybody does stay healthy, um, 
it's a star driven league. Now there are teams that are balanced that can make it far. You know, you look at the way the wizards are constructed. We're just a deep team. You know, we got guys that can, everybody can come in and contribute, especially when we get Rui and TB back and Davies, we're going to be even a more, even deeper team. And you look at the Suns. the Suns they did have two stars. Devin Booker clearly is a star. Chris Paul clearly is a star. You, you could argue they're maybe superstars. Um, and then they just had a good supporting cast around them. Giannis is a bona fide superstar. So, yeah, the last teams that had won the finals have had bona fide superstars, KD, Steph. So it, it kind of is driven on that. But for a team to be solid, you know, the Wizards playing defense where we are a top five defensive team. We do grind. We do play defense. We have to hit some open shots. So we got to improve on that. But from from a standpoint of the roster, maybe, maybe they do have to package some guys. Maybe they do have to make a trade for another star that's available. Um, if there is a disgruntled superstar that wants that requests a trade, maybe Carl, Carl Anthony Towns is not happy where he's at in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And you can still keep some guys. Like if you can still keep Trez, you can still keep um, Dinwiddie. You can possibly keep maybe Denny or Rui. You might have to package up one of those guys just to bring in a, a Carl Anthony Towns. I know – Jason Tatum is not realistic, but if you could get Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum, and still have Trez, you still have Dinwiddie, you still have um, possibly Rui or Denny, one of those guys, then um, maybe that team would be deep enough to make a finals run if you can stay healthy. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the only way. Um, I know some people are throwing out Brandon, In- Brandon Ingram now because the Pelicans are trash, so I've seen some of that on Twitter too. Um, but yeah, that's that's just that's how they could do it. And good coaching, West until Junior, just playing defense, and um, some luck would have to be involved with, with the yeah. Wizards for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's all we got for you guys today. Like I said, it's a lot of questions. Thank you all, you know, for the questions. We'll get to them in the next episode. Well, not the next episode, the next mailbag episode. We'll definitely get into those. But first, guys, once again, I want to thank you for making Locked On, which is your first listen each and every day. Now, for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And guys, once again, thank you for all the support. If you want to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. That means a lot. Sub to us on YouTube. Comment in the um, comment section. It all means a lot, man. We appreciate all the interaction. Let's go through the season together, man. Let's get it, guys. Yes, sir. And uh, let's get this win tomorrow. My bold prediction is five threes from Kuz. Kuz hits five three-pointers. A bold prediction's really quick. Bold prediction. I say Bradley Bill has a nice game. I say he has over 50% from the three. How about that? Over okay. 50% from the three. <laughs> yeah, Bradley, Bradley Bill, he's going to respond to the to – the, I guess the, the naysayers and, and uh, I won't call you, I won't call people haters, but I guess the naysayers. So, but we'll end on that. All right, you guys hail to the wizards. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Hey, prime members. You can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon music. Download the Amazon music app today.